what I see at the moment is that the damage has already been done, uh, even without the flavor ban, uh, partially because the because of the all the misinformation and the the, the demonization campaign uh, for which which has been going on for a couple of years in Latvia. So uh, you know you have to think how many uh, how many uh, cigarette smokers uh, have not. Uh, switch to vaping only because of that. Hello, world. Welcome to the Vaping Unplugged podcast. Everything you need to know about vaping and tobacco harm reduction. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Lisa. I'm WVA's community manager, and you're listening to the podcast Vaping Unplugged. You can listen to our podcast on YouTube, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you are listening to your podcasts. It's available on all platforms. Um, and as you already know, in um, uh, our programs, we are usually discussing vaping and vaping policies globally. And today we will be talking about the situation uh, in Latvia and what are the potential uh, developments in Latvia regarding vaping. Uh, we have a very special guest today, Emil Sozalins, who is director of the Association of Tobacco-Free Products. He is a vapor himself, too. Hi, Emil, and thank you very much for joining us today. Hello. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, before I dive into the um, asking you a bunch of questions about how the situation might potentially develop in Latvia and what is the what are the challenges right now? I wanted to ask you about your personal vaping journey. So how did you become, uh, first of all, a vapor? And um, how did it lead you to um, advocating and fighting for vaping? Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm a former smoker, um, as many vapors are. Uh, I'm a former smoker of 15 years. Uh, and I first came across vaping... It's around 10 years ago now, um, 2013, I think. And, um, and yes, I, I got quite uh, interested in it. And uh, I tried, tried first, first it was not successful. I tried quitting cigarettes. Um, but then I, I, I realized it can be done. I, I quit for about a year. And then for different reasons, I, I, I relapsed to smoking. Um, and yeah, I, I remember. I remember first thinking that, uh, wow, this is this is the future. This, you know, in in ten years, nobody will be smoking cigarettes anymore. And uh, and uh, here we are, ten years later. And funny how things turned out, right? <laughs> and uh, uh, and yeah, so around I think around four or five years ago, I quit smoking for good uh with different uh, less harmful products uh, and and now i've i've uh, i've sort of stopped to uh, with vaping and uh, recently i've uh, also uh, started using nicotine pouches which was an unknown thing to me only a year ago and how how did i got involved um well, about yeah, a couple of years ago, three, four years ago, I started noticing that, uh, mostly in the media, I started noticing that things are not going the right direction, so to speak. Uh, I started noticing all the moral panic that's being uh, cultivated and, and uh, 
all the headlines and and, uh, and everything and and another thing that that i noticed that uh, in latvia uh vaping was uh, was made um so to speak vaping was put in the same shelf as smoking sort of you know well partly probably because of the name e-cigarette you know it, it it's not a very uh very uh success successful uh term i would say but uh but yeah so i i started noticing that uh, things are getting worse not better actually and uh and uh, i i i had my suspicions uh, that it, it didn't look like an accident it, it sort of looked like a deliberate campaign and uh late last year i uh I actually joined joined the industry, uh, and uh, I, I partly because of because of the proposed flavor ban, and I just thought it's 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 a completely absurd idea that will that will create more problems than it will solve, and it won't solve any problems actually. <laughs> That's actually my next question. And let's talk a little bit about the situation in Latvia, because you've mentioned some of the uh, aspects of it. And just for our listener to get more background, Latvian government is planning to restrict vaping, right? And the f- it was the third, uh, the bill already went through the third hearing in June, if, if, uh, if I'm uh, correct. And could you elaborate on the situation? Maybe I'm missing something and there is a bit larger background to the story so what's the current situation in latvia and do you think the bill is likely to go into force yeah um so the the third um the vote on the third hearing is not yet done it will uh, because the parliament is on the holiday at the moment uh, they will be back on um september so we expect the vote to take place sometime this uh, autumn September, October, maybe November. Uh, so that would be the third and the final vote. Uh, as things stand now, uh, there is a flavor ban proposed, um, just like uh, in some other countries, in neighboring countries. Um, the exception is the tobacco flavor, which is you know, not, not surprising for anyone who, who follows the developments. Um, yeah, uh, so, you know, they, they, they decided to, uh, sort of include the tobacco flavor sort of to equalize the, the playing field with, with the cigarette, uh, market, so to speak. And, uh, I, 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 sadly, I expect the, the this flavor ban will, will, uh, will happen in Latvia, but, uh, We'll see, you know, we'll see what happens uh, in other countries, in other uh, six uh, European uh, member states who have uh, flavor bans in place now. Some of them have, Estonia has the flavor ban uh, for three years now, I think. Um, uh, Lithuania has a flavor ban since, for a year, since uh, July last year. Uh, So, and Finland as well. So I expect some of the um, at least one uh, of the countries to reverse it um, sometime soon Uh, so yeah yes hopefully so uh, especially because flavors are essential part 
for those who are struggling to quit. They help people quit smoking and um, it's really counterproductive and uh, bizarre for that uh, only tobacco flavor is is be- being kept, which is like, like no one wants tobacco flavor. Those who yeah. are trying to quit, they uh, love examining different flavors and they are helping actually adult smokers to quit. So um, what do you think uh, will be the consequences of the flavor ban? You said that you're expecting that it's going to pass, but there are vapors and there are uh, probably adult smokers who want to quit through vaping. Do you think the flavor ban will have any consequences for them? Uh as someone said about the tobacco flavor, uh, that uh, um, giving tobacco flavor to to someone who has uh, uh, quit smoking, like allowing only tobacco flavor uh, for uh, to, to vape for someone who has quit smoking, is like uh, allowing a, a former alcoholic to drink uh, only soda with whiskey flavor. So it's 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 unethical, actually. Um, but uh, I well, the thing is that uh, what 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 I see at the moment is that the damage has already been done, uh, even without the flavor ban, uh, partially because the because of the all the misinformation and the the, the demonization campaign uh, for. Which which has been going on for a couple of years in Latvia. So, uh, you know, you have to think how many uh, how many uh, cigarette smokers uh, have not uh, switched to vaping only because of that. Uh, you know, and 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 in Latvia, especially in Latvia, where uh, Latvia has the third highest smoking rate in Europe, uh, right after Greece and Bulgaria. Uh, so, 25% of of uh, population still smoke cigarettes in Latvia. So that's quite a large number. And uh, what what I've read from what 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 I've read uh, around uh, 3,500 to 5,000 people uh, in Latvia die from uh, smoking related diseases every year. Uh, so that's about 10 to 12 people every day on average. Uh, and and for a for a country with a population less than two million, I think that's a lot of people. Uh, and and thinking you know you just have to think how how many of them can could be saved or their lives prolonged for for a number of years uh, if if they were told the truth and uh, encouraged to switch to vaping. Yes, definitely, I agree, and it's really sad to see that. Um, the Latvian government is not trying to follow the harm reduction approaches and uh, uh, take advantage of all the public health benefits that um, safer alternative um, nicotine alternatives can bring. Um, my next question is actually about misinformation because large part um, like of um, the restrictive policies on vaping is the misinformation that is facing not only in Latvia or but around the world, um, and it's been a 
problem uh, for um, yeah, it's been a problem for vaping communities globally, and that's partially why then the governments dismiss the science behind vaping and basically do not follow harm reduction uh, approaches or policies. Um, do you think that's the case in Latvia too? And if so, then what are the most common misconceptions that one can uh, see in Latvia? And um, yes, do policymakers also know about science behind vaping or do they believe in those misconceptions? What's, what's your opinion? Um, harm reduction as a whole is quite uh, poorly understood in Latvia. Uh, there is there is some there are some harm reduction approaches for for the you know the the, the heroin uh, addicts and uh, you know the uh, needle exchange programs and, and and stuff like that. But that's about it. You know, everywhere else, including vaping or smoking. Um, Harm reduction is not applied and it's not understood. Uh, and vaping is not considered uh, in in the medical profession and uh, and between the policymakers, it's not considered as a as a useful tool at all. Um, and it's it's talking about myths. Uh, one of the myths uh, that uh, that I realized I when I joined the association. Um, one of the myths is that uh, that the legal uh, that the legal sellers are somehow responsible for for the uh, for kids taking up uh, vaping. Uh, but one thing when 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 I when I started uh, one one of the first things first questions that that I asked uh, and, and and started to research was uh, where do the kids get uh, get these products. And we quickly realized that uh, they don't, well, en masse, uh, as, as uh, uh, you know, mostly they don't buy these products in, in uh, legally because legal shops don't sell them. Uh, you know, the, there are fines uh, for, for doing that and, and all that, and no, no one needs, uh, needs to risk this. And uh, and so the question is where where do where do these uh, products come from? Where, where how how are they getting into schools then? And um, of course the the answer is the black market. And the situation at the moment in 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 uh, in schools in Latvia is that uh, it's a it's quite a lucrative business for uh, for youngsters. Um, they you know um, they they buy these uh, products on 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 telegram chats or uh, telegram markets uh, you know there's a lot of them uh, and uh, then they sell them on to to their uh, uh, to their friends and, and so you know banning uh, banning these flavored products in the legal uh, in the legal market will have no effect <laughs> to 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 this problem uh, but of course, other myths uh, about the health uh, health effects, uh, every everything you can imagine, you know, everything you've heard uh, that that vaping is a gateway to smoking, that um, nicotine is somehow dangerous, you know, just because it's addictive. Um, what else? Yeah, that the the, the batteries explode, you know. Um, 
and th actually the, the 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 just the fact that they have to include this uh uh battery explosion uh myth uh in 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 the in the dangers of vaping is is just shows that they don't really have much else you know so you know of course vaping point, yeah it's yeah you know otherwise they they wouldn't include it uh, and 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 you know of course there have been cases where vaping devices explode but they're not much more than uh, you know exploding mobile phones or exploding laptops or exploding electric cars you know uh, so so yeah and and as uh, as uh, statistics from uh, uk show that uh, uh, fire there are uh, like much more fires caused by cigarette smoking than by exploding uh, vapes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, do yeah. do policymakers know anything about uh, vaping? Like, what's your impression? Because I understand that there there are misconceptions in the country around people, but when they're coming up with a policy, they need to know what they are regulating right do you think they believe in the misconceptions or they not? should yeah well they should but uh unfortunately what what i have seen that there is uh the uh, the policy is made on very little data uh, but mostly on like emotional statements and opinions and uh and moral hysteria and panic and you know, there's very little data involved. There is some, but even that is questionable. And uh, yeah, so unfortunately, but uh, but yeah, that's that's how it is. Yeah, uh, that happens not only in Latvia, I guess, uh, but in in most of the countries where vaping is is being chased right now. Um, uh, I, my next question is about the vaping community. Um, I wanted to know if there is a vaping community in Latvia, if you're planning any activities or um, just to talk to policymakers or protest it or anyhow defend consumers and showcase public health implications that vaping can potentially uh, have. Um, mm -hmm. what, what? Uh, the, there is no active like official consumer organization uh, unfortunately there's one in estonia i know um but not not uh, in latvia so basically i'm wearing two hats you know i'm i'm uh, representing the industry and i'm also representing the consumers because you know the interests of the industry and the interests of consumers pretty much overlap so uh yeah, I, I, uh, that's that's the situation. Uh, but still, uh, there was a petition uh, signed by ten thousand people uh, recently. Uh, it, it recently reached ten thousand uh, in in May, I think. Uh, and in Latvia, by law, uh, the parliament has to review that petition if it uh, collects ten thousand uh, signatures. Uh, so that's that's one good thing that uh, vapors made their voices heard that uh, that you know uh, they are against this uh, flavor ban. Um, thank you, and I'm slowly mo moving towards my last question. Uh, so um, you know probably that in WVA and around the world there are many. Um, 
we have 35 partner organizations, but there are a lot of people who actually um, stand for vaping and there are a lot of vaping communities. So I wanted to know what would be your message as someone who is representing an association, someone who is also defending consumer rights. Um, what would be your message to vaping community and that, um, advocates of vaping globally? Uh, I think uh, the main message is that uh, we have to stick together and uh, and and be organized, you know, because the because as we can see the uh, the other side, uh, the vaping the denialists are are very very well organized, and uh, and and we have to realize that we are much closer to each other than we think, uh, you know, we are just. Uh, one email or one uh, WhatsApp call away from anyone in Australia or Georgia or anywhere, you know, and uh, and my my experience shows that uh, if we realize this, then uh, uh, you know, if we just don't stay in our own little bubbles, uh, then then uh, a lot more can be possible. And I think uh, I think the uh, you know the truth will prevail. Uh, just the question is how long it will take, because we, we as we can see with the uh, uh, war on drugs, uh, sometimes it can take 50 or 60 years. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's make uh, let's do everything we can uh, for it to happen earlier than that. And also yeah, thank th thank you for what you're doing. Uh, you know, uh, you're definitely helping uh, this uh, cause and bringing bringing people together uh, from around the world. So great job. Thank you for emphasizing that. It means a lot to us. And I definitely agree that communicating and sharing our experiences within the vaping community is very important. And in this era, it's really easy to connect. So and that's, that's a good point you're making. Um, I think we got to um, our final part of the interview and I just want to thank you very much for um, making it today and for your time and for explaining to us what's the situation in Latvia and once again um, I understand that you don't have a very optimistic expectations on the flavor ban uh, that is um, upcoming but we hope that at some point they're going to take it back and vaping can actually have um, the can be used as a public health um, tool um, to help smokers quit and avoid many, many uh, diseases, etc. So um, thank you again. And um, yeah, let's keep in touch. And we, we hope to be hearing um, better news from Latvia next time you're going to be our guest in the podcast. Well, hopefully, yeah. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, to our listeners, I just want to thank you, everyone, for listening to us today. And make sure to stay tuned for the ne next episode. We're going to be back with uh, more vaping updates globally. Thank you and goodbye.